0: Welcome to episode 46 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. In this week's episode, I share the interview with Sarah Moloch, who lived in Taiwan for two years, and who gives us her insider tips into exploring this safe Asian country. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveler. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Welcome to A Dose of Inspiration for the Solo Traveller. Today's expert interview is with Sarah Morlock, who runs the blog Every Mile. Sarah's originally from the States and has lived in Taiwan for two years. If we're going to talk about Taiwan, Taiwan's somewhere that I haven't actually been to, um, so I don't really know much about it, so I'm really excited about talking to you about it. It's not normally on the traditional... Southeast Asia backpacker route or anything because it's off by itself. So what would you say is its attraction to women and what actually drew you to Taiwan?
1: First, the attraction to women is definitely the safety issue. So it's one of the safest countries in the world. So we don't often have any issues with women traveling there or men for that matter. Families, everybody's Very safe in Taiwan. And the people there are just so accommodating. They will make U-turns in the street if you look lost to come and tell you where to go. Um, If there's nobody who speaks English, they'll walk a mile before they find somebody. And there'll be people who will be begging to escort you back to your hotel room to make sure that you are safe. Not in a creepy way, like you get in most countries, but just moms who are out there on the street who want to make sure that you make it where you're supposed to go. So the safety part of it is a big draw for solo female travelers. For me, the reason I was drawn to Taiwan was that I wanted to teach English abroad. And Taiwan has a little bit more of the adventure aspect than Korea does. I really like wildlife and hiking and stuff like that. So Taiwan was the perfect place to go for outdoor adventure. And my other option was China versus Taiwan. And my family was a little concerned about me going to China. So I chose to go to Taiwan for the safety aspect.
0: I love how you have recipes on your blog. So you obviously like cuisine. And what is the cuisine like in Taiwan?
1: Amazing. It's particularly good if you're a vegetarian and if you're not. Personally, I am a vegetarian. And I don't know if the statistic is true or not. But I have read that Taiwan has the second largest population of vegetarians in the world next to India per capita, I assume that is. So um, something between 5 and 10% of their population is vegetarian, and there are a lot of vegetarian restaurants to choose from. Unfortunately, you have to go to those restaurants if you are a vegetarian. If you try to go to a restaurant that's non-vegetarian, they don't understand vegetarianism. But if you aren't a vegetarian, then the food is great tofu, uh, sashimi, Um, you can get anything on a stick in the night markets, chicken hearts, pork lips, whatever you want, geese heads, I don't know, some of it, Uh, my boyfriend, who I lived there with for a while, he loved it, but I didn't. (laughs)
0: And you said that you went there because you were teaching English at the time, because I know um, a lot of people would go to China, because that's quite a popular place for people doing TEFL and for internships as well. Are there many other people teaching English in Taiwan? Is there a bit of a community?
1: Yeah, there's a huge community there. There's a ton of people specifically in Taipei, Taichung, and Kaohsiung that teach English, but you can find them all over the country. I don't know what the specific population of foreigners living in Kaohsiung is, but it's in the thousands. And it's a good good career because the cost of living in Taiwan is so low and the pay for English teachers is so high. You can save a ton of money doing it. So, there's a lot of people there.
0: That's great, because it used to be, I don't know if it still is, but Saudi Arabia used to be the highest pay, but you had to have a lot of experience, and then Japan, and then South Korea. So, does Taiwan fall?
1: Taiwan probably falls a little bit below South Korea. I'm not sure what the standard of pay is in South Korea. The benefits to working in South Korea are really good, because they pay for your plane ticket, and they usually give you an In Taiwan, you have to find that part yourself. But you are still saving comparable amounts of money to if you work in South Korea. That's a
0: really good option because I never thought about Taiwan before when I was looking into teaching English. That's great. Yeah. So, Have you met many other people, many other women traveling solo when you were there?
1: Yeah, so I was there for two years and I didn't meet many women traveling solo there, which is a real shame. I met a lot of women who moved there to teach English alone and I thought that that was really brave of them to do. But traveling in Taiwan, you we never really meet many travelers there. It's just not a place backpackers tend to go.
0: Oh, that's a shame. Maybe it needs to be. It definitely does. <laughs> Is it easy to get around the country?
1: Yeah, it it's really easy. Some of the interior bits are a bit more difficult without a car or a scooter. And if you're going to travel to Taiwan, I definitely recommend you take a scooter license and rent a scooter for your entire trip there because... It's an amazing trip, just circle the island on a scooter. But if you're not comfortable with that, which I know many people aren't, trains are very good. They were set up by the Japanese during the Japanese occupation.
0: Okay.
1: And you can get pretty much all the way around the island, and the places you can't get you are serviced by buses. Okay, so it's relatively easy to get around. Do they understand English? More and more. Um, They are understanding English. In Taipei and in the north of Taiwan, you'll find a lot of English speakers. The further south you go, it becomes a little bit more difficult. But I have friends who lived there for years and never learned a bit of Chinese and they survived just fine. So there's always somebody around willing to help you out and translate a bit. That's good.
0: And you said before that you were drawn to Taiwan for the hiking because you like hiking.
1: What What other attractions are there there? Well, I think the cities are just like cities anywhere else in the world, so they have a ton of museums and monuments, and there's amusement parks and water parks. There's also beautiful beaches, and Taiwan also owns a series of smaller islands that have historical value or are more like the Philippines than they are like Taiwan, because they're just gorgeous beaches and great scuba diving, that sort of thing.
0: So if you, this is probably a hard question, but if you only had two weeks to see the country,
1: what would your perfect itinerary be? It's actually a great question because you really don't need more than two weeks to see the country. I think four would be ideal, but with two weeks, you definitely want to start in Taipei and stay there for a few days, explore the area, go to a hot spring. From there, I would recommend going down the west coast and across the northern cross highway. There's three cross highways in Taiwan, and all of them are magnificently beautiful. But the Northern Cross Highway is my favorite, because then you can stop in a town called Lalasan. And Lalasan is this gorgeous mountain town. It has natural hot spring waterfalls that you can hike to and go into, and just tons of hiking. And if you're into herpetology, there's a lot of really interesting snakes there. From there, you can drive down to the East Coast. So generally, we know in Taiwan. The west coast is very populated. That's where all the cities are. And the east coast is more wild and beautiful. So we go across to the east coast and you'll land in Elon. Elon has hot springs and it also has a really nice beach in a town called Waiao, And you can go paragliding there, which is awesome. Pretty good. Yeah. And then from there, go down to Hualien. And Hualien is largely considered the most beautiful place in Taiwan. It's home to Taroko Gorge which is just a wonder to behold. And you can also do whale watching there, which I think is pretty cool. And then south of Hualien, you end up in Taidong. Taidong is interesting for its indigenous population, but it's not that interesting in itself, probably. So you probably would want to get on an airplane or a boat pretty quickly and go out to Lanyu, maybe just one night in Taidong. And Lanyu is actually closer related to the Philippines, culturally, than it is to Taiwan. So it's a really interesting stop. Wow. And there's a great dive site there, if you're a scuba diver. It's at 30 meters. There's a Korean tanker shipwrecked off the coast. And when I went diving there, it had 30 meter visibility, so we could jump in the water and see the wreck at the bottom.
0: Amazing.
1: It was really cool. So I definitely would recommend that. Though you do have to have your chalk certificate, because all of the scuba shops there use nitrox and land use is just a really interesting place to be around for a few days and then you can take the boat to Kenting you don't have to go back to Taidong so you take the boat to Kenting which is where the movie Life of Pi was filmed when he gets on the beach and they have a really really nice white sand beaches there which are not very common in Taiwan usually you get black sand um, from there you can go up to Kaohsiung which is where I lived And Tainan, which is just north of it, um, you can pretty much stay in Kaohsiung or Tainan. They're only an hour apart. And take trips into the mountains from there and see the indigenous populations that live there. And then hopefully your two weeks isn't up. But if it is, then you can fly out of Kaohsiung. And
0: you mentioned the boats and flights. Are they quite regular? And what are they like cost-wise?
1: Yeah, so the boats... I can't remember exact cost from Taidong to Lanyu. the boat. I think it's about 50 U.S. dollars. Okay. You can also take a scooter on the boat for another $10. Oh. So you don't have to leave your scooter behind. And the flights, I think, are maybe $100 U.S. And so they're not bad. And they're really regular in the summer months outside of typhoons. So the last few weeks they've had... Quite a few typhoons hit there and they'll get canceled then. But otherwise, in the summer months, they go really regularly a few times a day. In the winter months, it might just be once or twice a week. And um, when are the winter months for Taiwan? So it's the same as the Northern Hemisphere. It's not really ever winter. Winter's the wrong word. The cooler months are like December
0: to February. Would, I know that you just covered so much in that two-week itinerary. Are there any hidden gems that you think people should definitely not miss when they go to Taiwan?
1: Yes. I think Ilan is probably a, a hidden gem, and the beach there is called Waiao. I would recommend that. La La San on the Northern Cross Highway. In the south, one of my favorite hidden gems, it's near Kaohsiung. There's a Buddhist monastery called Shan. And if you're in the area at the right time, I think once a month, they hold a three-day, two-night foreigner package thing where you will live in the monastery. It's not like a scary monastery experience where you can't talk or anything, but it's more of an education about Buddhism and meditation and just seeing the facilities. And you get to talk with all the nuns that live there as well. So that's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Would you say Taiwan's a really good alternative to the Philippines?
1: I wouldn't call it quite an alternative to the Philippines because the Philippines are very nice and beachy and kind of laid back. Um, Taiwan's more faster paced, I guess, because it's just everybody's there being a busy worker bee. Um, And it's... It's a little bit more, I don't know, green than the Philippines, if that's the right word, because it's a bigger island, so you get the greenness. But I've never been to some of the Philippine islands that I'm thinking of now are very green. So it might be a a different alternative to the Philippines. Or you might want to combine it on a trip with the Philippines, if that was possible for an itinerary.
0: Are there any areas or any places that you would
1: avoid? I think honestly, no. There's nowhere I would tell people to avoid. Except I think people, travelers can probably get bogged down in the west coast of Taiwan, especially around the middle. There's a lot of really industrial cities that can get rather polluted in the cooler months. So December to February, people kind of struggle to breathe a little bit or travel around those areas. So if that happens to you, just head over to the east coast.
0: Which is the wild side. That yes. Wild, wild as in nature. And how would you describe Taiwan if you only had three words to describe it?
1: That's so difficult. Or <laughs> <laughs> five words. Probably safe, adventurous, and I'm, I'm torn between clean and if I can make up a word, un-China-like. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, you can make that one up. So it's not like un-China-like.
1: But- People assume that Taiwan is part of China because of the political tensions in the area, but. It's just completely different.
0: Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and just skipping back to you for a second. So I know that you traveled solo after a breakup. Um, yes. Which I did as well a few years ago. Just wondered what your advice would be to anybody who's having a bit of a hard time or wanting to change their life and kind of find, I know it sounds cliche, but find themselves again. Is What What advice would you give them?
1: Just do it, to quote Nike. <laughs> um. I it was the best decision I ever made after my heart was broken and I had the choice of sitting in my house and crying about it or getting on a plane and finding myself again. And I chose to get on a plane and once I stepped off of that plane in Bangkok I knew that I would be okay. Just the sense of empowerment that you get from being by yourself helps you get over that breakup quicker than anything else, I think. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? No. Thank you so much for talking to me today. And I hope everybody goes to Taiwan. Yeah, I (laughs) do too. I do too. So if somebody wants to find out a bit more about you, or
0: even if they have any questions about Taiwan as well, where can they find you? So they can find me on my blog, everymileblog.com. Fantastic. I'll put a link to your blog underneath. So thank you so much, Sarah, for joining me today. And I wish you every success in the future thanks for listening to our girl about the globe podcast making solo travel easier for you find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode